0: long time no see welcome back to the black boy by joy podcast
1: y'all want to fight us be honest
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i feel like we had to we had to do something because this week is um oh my god i'm gonna mess up the term
1: what's the week what's the name of the week i got you it is. Um, hey, y'all! It's your it's your boy Jared. Um, I was the one that was being silly earlier. Um, and this is actually Buy Bi- Visibility Week, so it's Buy Bi- yes. it's Bi- Awareness Month, and then it's going to be Buy Bi- Visibility Day on September twenty third, Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, your favorite Buy people, um, including us. Our, it'll be links in the bio. <laughs> We're joking, maybe. Um, you'll understand why. <laughs> I'm not joking in a second. You'll understand why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, this is this is EJ, by the way. I just kind of jumped in there. But just super excited. Um, we have a lot to catch up on. It's been a little bit, it's been some time since we last uh, checked in. You know, I guess this is officially, officially season two. Um, Really just, you know, season one was like a great introduction, a great... Um, test run to everything and you know we just really had a blast and so like we said we were gonna run it back and that's what we're doing starting with uh today's episode
1: um bring it back bring it and
0: we really just wanted to just catch up you know talk about all the different changes over the summer um ups downs um geek out a little bit (laughs) um so yeah, man, I guess I'll just kick it off just by asking you, Jared, like how have you been? What what what's what updates do you have?
1: Um, <laughs> since ah. we last
0: since we last talked. 'Cause we haven't even really had a chance to like connect. Like we've been on the go. Like we, we we've been on the go. We've been in the group chat, but we haven't like sat mm-hmm. down and had like a conversation since like I think the last time we recorded. So it was like what was that like June? Yeah. June um, Yeah, early July, June
1: yeah so um I'll, I'll just i feel like i'm gonna just do this like stat like real baseball stat style um and then just like list it out and just give a little like you know little little information here and there you know um so um some life update. so um the first one is um, i got to see uh beyonce giselle knows carter brown my wife um, even though she's not my wife because she's never leaving that man um what city city Mm -hmm. um it was it was philly or did we talk about no we didn't talk about it here but yes it was philly it was philly it was amazing um it was a life-changing experience and my whole life has changed um is how i feel i now feel like i have powers um within me it's like i ascended um during the concert um but in all seriousness i just want to be able to like like in terms of um oh wait i didn't talk about this This <laughs> was the 19th that was the last time we uploaded. well listen i didn't i didn't get it i since then say, I've you seen... didn't talk about your experience so yeah um do you want me to go i'll say yeah i read about a beyonce you go ahead and go because i need to hear your okay. experience
0: okay so oh my god like you know, I, I, I'm super spiritual. I see everything through spiritual eyes, you know, so there. And then I'm a writer, I'm a storyteller as well. So I see everything as a story. And so just like, we'll get into this a little bit later, but you know the kind of summer I had, Childly. especially July, June, and July. And um, I think it was just like everything converged. I went to go see Beyonce. We were, um, Night two in Las Vegas, which was, you know, the best night. If I should do say so myself, like Atlanta trying to come for us, but we won. We won. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We won! We won. Listen, y'all can go pull it up. Pull go go to TikTok or wherever you want to and just look up night two Las Vegas versus Atlanta in the mute challenge.
1: They kinda HL up just a little bit, but okay. uh, Uh.
0: (laughs) Anyways, um, in all seriousness, though, though, like, no, it was it was such a great, like, mm-hmm. I've seen Beyonce three times. I think Renaissance was my third time, not kept counting like the so Destiny jealous. Child, Destiny's so Child God. days. I saw her on on, on the Run tour, Jay Z, which was amazing, and then mm-hmm. with Formation, and just like as a artist, like as a singer,
1: mm-hmm. I've
0: always had like this. That was like my first thing that kind of drew me to Beyonce. Was just like. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yo, she can re- she's really really singing. Like she mastered mm-hmm. that art. But to hear that voice live is just like yes. uh, in my soul. And then um this particular album Renaissance that just celebrated black queer culture mm-hmm. and icons and music and and just like everything about us. You know, she said during the concert at the end of the concert, you know, I hope you feel represented. I hope you feel seen. And I think, you know, for me, uh this was the first time I think in a long time where I felt like I could probably just be a Beyonce fan. I think growing up I was always a fan of Beyonce, but I kinda had to hide hide it because I was trying to be straight and straight mm-hmm. people, straight straight men aren't allowed to like Beyonce or straight black men.
1: Yep. Especially back in the day. Only song they're allowed to like is Me, Myself, and I. That's like the joke. Like <laughs> it's not that song
0: <laughs> and so like it's just it seemed like everything converged like i was there with my brother who also identifies as part of the lgbtq community and it was just like here we are just being free black queer at this very queer ass concert with the artist that i've been a fan of the longest uh like the most consistent um my entire life. And it's just like, it's it's a, it's a concert that celebrates people like me, I'm surrounded by people like me. And then the vibes were at that concert was good. Like everyone was dressed obviously to the nines and then just, and I was just getting a lot of compliments and handing out a lot of compliments. There's people of all ages, races, sizes, they're just like taking pictures, really enjoying the vibe. Like this concert really um, just brought people together, you know, and that, I think that's really just like, um, the point of these these type of events like where you you want to bring people together and um just seeing her in vegas was just such a vibe again for me it served so many different purposes like it has so many layers to it because i um was that was a celebration night for me like i had a really for making it through a really tough summer i kept yeah. telling myself i was like i'm going to see beyonce this year yeah i'm going to see Beyonce this year she's coming to vegas it's going to be a dope night. And I know like once I get through this, this hard time I'm going through, I'll use this as like um sort of like motivation to keep going. I'm like, this is how I picture it in my head. I'm going to make it through this tough time. And then by the time that Beyonce's in town for Vegas, I'm going to be able to go and enjoy myself. My brother wants to go. It was his first Beyonce concert. I think like his first. Oh, oh no. you had to make sure. His yeah. first Beyonce concert. And um make sure it was fire. So it just meant so much to us, and we had great seats. And okay, so the concert itself, like, we knew she was gonna sing down, we knew she was gonna perform this this album. Um, but there were certain songs I just needed to hear. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanna talk to you about, like, we can geek out for a little bit. Like, there are certain songs I needed to hear, and mm-hmm. my brother reminded me of one of them. He was like, um, Rather Die Young. Mm hmm. When she's saying Rather Die Young live, I've never heard her sing that live. And when she sang that, I was just like, oh, my, my God. God. When she started the – the um, when she opened, it was Dangerously in Love. And I'm like, yo, I have no oh, – The I've, way she opened
1: it up, I was like, oh chills. Everybody was crying. Chill. Everybody in the stadium was daggone there crying.
0: It's like because this person you've seen on TV all your life really? and on movies and, and, and just through media, and then you've seen them live, and you just – and humanizes them and then you hear that voice
1: like, yeah and then, she's here she's a human like she's, she's like, really here she like, walked
0: oh. in she, she raised out of the stage and was like hello las vegas and that's the thing i want to say too if you don't get beyonce like if you're one of those people like i don't get with the hype like you really have to see her live because it is so yeah. easy to get wrapped up in like the whole like online media of it all and you it's very easy just to perceive her through what other people say about her or about like you know all the mainstream media hype um but if you see her live you really get to i think see what a lot of her like day one fans know and see about her is that that this person um is a genuine artist mm-hmm. um takes it seriously um and it's just not here to, to to sell something and get something and run off into the sunset with all their millions. Like they're a person who's really trying to who has like a calling on their life, you know, who ha- feels like they have a calling as an artist and they have a they're being very intentional about what they do. It's not just about being famous and being, you know, pretty or being whatever. It's really like I, I'm here to uplift and 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 send out good vibes in and, and all that stuff. So it was just like you get all that definitely. Um, When she did, Formation was the song for me I really need to hear because that's just my shit, you know. Uh, (laughs) So she did Formation. She did Rather Die Young. And then from the Renaissance album, you know, for me,
1: it was uh, Move. Move out the way. I'm surprised as a singer like that it was, but move, but I guess it's the vibe of move too, really for you.
0: I like, you know, my favorite Beyonce is the I liked her ballads and stuff, but my favorite mm. version of Beyonce is the high energy, same, um, same. high hard hitting stage mm-hmm. commander, Beyonce, very like grunge, like, bow, bow, yeah, bow, like boom boom. 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 So, a song like "Move," I definitely got that. But then there's this part too, where he's like, "This is how we move. This is how we move."
1: That part. So you see how he's just I, reflecting uh, us because you know he just <laughs> added in all the
0: No. That was please, the way she like the co- <laughs> the choreography during that part. I've been seeing clips, and it's just like something mm. about the choreography during that part. The background dances and her, the way they're moving when she gets into that part, it's just so like mesmerizing. And I'm just like, this is just a dope ass <laughs> situation. Like this is just this is a and then she's like helping boost economies in whatever city she's choosing to do. She literally <laughs> is.
1: It's like, so crazy. She literally is. She doesn't realize how much she. And then what she did with DC with the whole like paying literally for the metro to be open a little bit. Yeah. That was really dope. It's just like,
0: I mean, and and then, you know, after the concert, you know, I was on a high for like 48 hours after the concert. And then you sort of have that that coming down of just like, oh my God, I really have to go back to regular life after that. Like, I really have to, you expect me just to go to work now and just be regular. like You just told me to quit my job. (laughs) I want to go on tour. I was like, "Do y'all need someone to like, you know, wash the clothes or or pick not get the water clothes. bottles or or you know wipe y'all down?"
1: Like, what's going on? Like, will do wipe down. <laughs> mm, I know who yeah. he, I know who he wanted to wipe down, but anyway, listen, we'll
0: get to that later. But <laughs> no, but seriously, it's just like you just. I just <laughs> wanted to like follow her on tour. I just want to be like, I do not, I do not want to accept I the party was anyway. over. I, felt, I don't know. I if She's been. been I don't know if she's been doing this in every city, but I know like for Vegas, she's like something unique for each city, like for Vegas, unique? for night two, <laughs> I know, unique. Um, she did, there was, her Be Good Foundation did an Equality Ball. Um, mm. Like right, like after the concert, I didn't get to go because it was just like, I have work the next day and everything, but. Yeah, true. It was really cool to see like there was an Equality Ball there Was prizes, I think. A lot of the background dancers and the, the Les Twins were there. Um, very Vegas, it was like very over the top, wow. very we have definitely been there, but it was lit. And I'm just like, oh, that was really cool. Like, she did. and I know it's like I've been hearing just like certain times when Ooh. she's gone to certain cities, like she's doing like little extra things, um, based off that city. So, I was wondering, like. If she's been doing it for anywhere else um that i don't know about but that was really cool too like
1: the whole night was I just i've heard of tragic. but i i wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. not that i've heard of i wouldn't be
0: surprised but yeah like how about you like what what songs or what what things were
1: uh i definitely needed her hear diva i wasn't sure if she's gonna do diva when she did it i was surprised and i listen i was I was I was fucking it up with her. That was that was a must. <laughs> um, Church Girls. That's me and my friend, my friend's favorite songs, uh, and it's just so comical because it's just like when she starts it off, I'm just thinking it was gonna be a sweet little ballad of like you know dealing with being church and all that, and then she goes like, I've been up, I've been down. I was like, Oh, listen to her, and uh, then she just jumped me to goes into drop it. I was like. <laughs> It'll, it's that's a vibe, you know, that, that's the ratchet and righteousness with me. That's the ratchet to me. Um <laughs> I knew I needed to hear I know I needed to hear Virgo's groove, which I oh was just God. like her her the way she the vocals oh on that God, song man. just let me know Ooh, th- th- chills man chills that is my favorite literally my one of my favorite songs of hers i think like singing wise i i think that you hear how strong of a vocalist she is on that song others might be like well she's pop- no you she's having fun and she's playing with people on that song she's just yeah, like
0: she's having fun
1: playing with her vocals she's like i got it on you hoes <laughs> what people are talking about she yeah so
0: i noticed what that was, too like, like this album and this tour, she's like having a lot more fun. She's not as like so she's as rigid. It. She's just like a little bit more. Not I want to I won't say loose, but just more just like let's enjoy. I think loose
1: is okay. I think it looses and improper because my friends because if,
0: if it feels to, it feels that oh, wow words, um, mm-hmm. it feel it still felt mm-hmm. tight to me like it's a Beyonce show. Mm -hmm. But just, like, if the energy wasn't, like, here, I'm here to perform, like, it's. I felt like we were being, we were a part, like, even Mm -hmm. how, like, you see, like, the mute challenges for each city, like, Mm -hmm. taking that on Mm -hmm. online and everything, it really felt like the audience in the crowd was, like, a part of making that night special. Right. Um, Even the way she's sort of, like, interacting and going above and beyond, like, to, like, acknowledge people's signs and shit. But yeah,
1: continue, continue. No, I was saying, yeah, definitely, like, there was so much that went into that. But I'll say, I think she's looser in a sense. Like, my friend, she's a really big person within Beehive I am, too. But, like, she was, like, she just noticed. She's, like, it's a very different feel this time around. Just, like, like you said, she's enjoying herself interacting and stuff like that, doing things differently. I think maybe hitting 40 now and just getting to that point point of just not giving a fuck. 42. Well, I mean, just 40 in general being in her 40s because, you know, Baby's been in it. She's been doing this for years. She She made it clear to us.
0: 25 like, years.
1: 25 years. That's how she opened up the the show for us she's like the fact that i could have been here 25 years and i'm still doing this mm-hmm. <laughs> the fact um, she she said
0: in la she was like uh mm-hmm. since 98 yo mm-hmm. right that's crazy
1: some of y'all weren't even born in um some of, y- some
0: of y'all listening wasn't even born some of
1: y'all was made to beyonce songs let's talk about that but anyway <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-huh. Yeah, but um the fact yeah, it sounds like she just seems like she's having such a great time and just like, you know, really enjoying herself. I don't know what the future holds for her in terms of performing and stuff like that. And we talked about this on the podcast, but I'm excited for it in general. Um and it was it was great. Um What the visuals at B. What the visuals at? Maybe you are the visual. <laughs> <laughs> you are the visual baby. And, and um, like yeah, I'm ready for act two, like whatever that is. Yeah, Act 2 and Act 3. I'm ready for them. Um, I have my there's theories going around, but I don't listen to theories because I feel like we all know Beyonce has her burner account, and so I feel like sometimes the theories be right, and she be like, <laughs> She'd be now I'm up. not going to change it. Now I'm going to change it around. I'm not going to do that all because you don't know see a Virgo. Um <laughs> will change sure. the whole, whole concept probably.
0: Yo, when Blue Ivy stepped out. That, I, I was know, like, go on, I don't,
1: know, I don't know about <laughs> you.
0: But my my stadium, the stadium I was in, erupted. It was the loudest they've been all night. Was when Blue Ivy came out. That was us too. I feel and like. I've I've been seeing um, like <laughs> clips of like the next like younger younger like boys and girls that are like going to the concert with their parents are mm-hmm. like okay yeah Beyonce's cool but then when Blue comes right. out they're they like lose blow- their minds they're like oh my god
1: it's Blue I'm like imagine god, damn it already. Already <laughs> imagine what it'll be like if she goes the route of singing too and she has that talent and she has the ability. That's a lot of that's very tough shoes to fill, but like she already already has an audience. That'd be crazy, just imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and
0: she's like. already performing in like in front of like forty thousand people. Like exactly crazy. Exactly. Had a hell of a summer <laughs> job, but um uh, speaking of summer jobs what else is what else is going on with you ah,
1: ah funny well since we're speaking about beyonce um beyonce said release your job release your wiggle <laughs> well um <laughs> i You're have released my job um so mm. it's um yeah this summer has been a summer so um I don't think I publicly said I'm not still going to say publicly the industry I was in, but like um, I was at a job and I left my job in August. Um, I was at a point that I, I say this is that I advocate for taking care of self first, and I was in a space where it just I wasn't able to do that anymore. Um, things that were both just the culture of the industry and then also the culture, of just what was going on in life. I just had to make a decision. I had to pick my health first. And I had a conversation with a, a mentor and like we were having a conversation, like I was having a panic attack. Oh, wow. It's funny. He literally retext me um, <laughs> as we were recording. Um, and he's the conversation, a um, yeah, I was having a panic attack and like he kind of helped calm me down and he was like, he's like, this he's like this isn't you at all and he's like the one thing he's like i'm afraid for it to happen is that you know you keep staying at a place that you just don't need to be at and it's not in alignment with you and then they find you dead after a three-day weekend because and he's he's right he's right he's like you you're putting all the stress on you he's like he's like you're young now but he said you're not always going to be young and he said the amount of stress he's like you've been to the hospital this year you've You're having now panic attacks. You now are on anxiety medication or considering anxiety medication. Was also on anxiety medication. We'll tell you about that a little bit, too. Um, And he's like, you're – it's just – this isn't it for you. Like you, He's like, you got to make a decision. I was like, I absolutely do have to make a decision. I knew what I had to do. And so still love down those folks um, because some of them do listen to the podcast. Love you all, but I just had to do what was best for me in terms of my health. And so now I'm not – employed right now we're, we're currently looking um mm-hmm. you know send all leads to the uh black boy budget, but <laughs> <email address laughs> plan. um but currently seeking employment and stuff like that but i feel like this is the the best i've felt in like two years two and a half years of doing the work that i like i don't hear a phone ring and get panicked anymore like i mm-hmm. where i live at i just live here like i just am another person that lives here i'm not the person who's leading a building and then i'm always on because I have to be mindful and aware of things like I feel like I have my life back in a lot of ways and I appreciate it um it's not
0: I can see it it, like even just like now like even like your skin looks clearer you seem more refreshed you seem lighter just like energetically lighter Mm -hmm. um you don't just seem as so like tired and weighed down like a little just a little you just seem a little less tense as well um you just seem to have a little bit more like Vim Vitae to you, like, just more, like, life energy, life, like, and that that just speaks to letting go of things that yeah. are weighing you down, you know, so
1: right. kudos
0: to you for that, because that's, that's like, you. You know, a lot of people don't have the courage to do that.
1: I appreciate it, and it was not easy, and it was, like, I'm a very spiritual person, y'all mm-hmm. know that I'm still identified, you know, uh, with Christianity, and so, like, that was a conversation with God, and I was, like, I had to trust you here, I don't know, and that has literally been my year of, like, um and i think you'll speak about it too like this has been a year of just like challenges after challenges when i tell you this year has been beating my ass it feels like it's beating <laughs> me. i feel like for my for the for the listeners that um have been to HBCUs or know anything about greek life i feel like god is amazing me i feel like i've been pledging God God for like a year and I don't like this. Let me cross, God. Let me cross. Can I cross? Can I get my letters? I don't know what that looks like. Can Can I get my freedom papers? Can I finally make it into whatever land? But whatever. That's besides the point. But I'm good with it because I know that all this is not done to me. It's done for me. And I think that's been the philosophy I've had. So like whether or not it's been gating dead old, I've mixed up those two words yeah. um <laughs> you know, dating roles, which has been awful um it has been awful it's been stupid just you know a little bit of ghosting here <laughs> and I looked at the camera um, typical
0: typical typical, typical our generation, I camera
1: um, <laughs> I doubt anybody's listening but if anybody is listening. Maybe I'm talking about you. Anyway, I'm kidding. Um, I might not be. But Jeez. dating woes. <laughs> um, just, you know, immaturity and stuff like that. And just, like, a whole bunch of different things. It's, like, I've been doing this for two years. You, I've seen a little bit of everything. And it's just, like, I'm a little tired. So, like, I'm at mm-hmm. the point of even with that, I'm letting that go. Um, I'm putting energy into what I need to put energy into. But, like, I want somebody. I wrote my intention list of what I wanted a partner. And, like... I have it set of what i need and so that person can come get me maybe him mm-hmm. her they them or other pronoun person if you <laughs> want me come to me <laughs> the dms are open yeah, maybe, maybe you just need to chill for a minute too like and
0: that's just also like, part of it too just, that just I, be you you know like that's right. like i'm kind of in the same place like I've yeah. i've definitely calmed down since mm-hmm. the top of the year i was I'm not even like looking for dating, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. just deleting all the apps and just like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. really just chilling, just chilling. Mm-hmm. Like, just really kind of dating myself a little bit, honestly. Like,
1: and that's good. That's really. I really great.
0: felt like too, like coming out of my marriage, which ended yeah. like a couple of years ago. I felt like because I, I got married very young, and that marriage mm-hmm. lasted like almost ten years. Oh, so, I like, my, it, man. my entire twenties. Um. I felt like coming out of that, I was making up yeah. for lost time. Like I'm just, yeah. <laughs> just in these streets, mm-hmm. just running around, you know. And so, I feel like I got, I got that. <laughs> I did that. I- and now I feel like it's really, I feel re- it feels really good, you know. That's so why I think yeah. that's what you got to um, follow. You got to follow what feels good, what feels right for you. And just, for me, right. it just feels right now not to have so many people have access to me, not that's just like, in the romantic or sexual kind of way, but just also just like in a right. friendship type of way. Like I've always kind of been, I like to keep my circle small. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just something about this moment right now. Where I feel like after this summer or just this year in particular, I just had to learn some really tough lessons, especially in regards to relationships. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. it's really your
1: relationship with yourself. It's so crazy, exactly. but
0: the relationship <laughs> with yourself is the most important relationship you'll ever
1: have. Right, You know, and that's and so, so real. And I'm proud of you, friend. I will say that, like, because we, obviously, stuff that will not be discussed on the podcast, um, but, like, we, we've had conversations, you know, we've talked, we've had the group chat, everything like that. And, like, do you... Like you say I look much clearer, my skin is clear and everything like that and my ass fatter. Um <laughs> you say that. I know that's right. <laughs> ah, you, better, you, better, you better go ahead. Yeah. But um nah but like for real for real. Um I definitely see the difference in you. Like you feel a lot lighter, you seem happier and like this oh, journey wow. of like self dating and like really focusing, it really looks good on you and I'm happy for where you're at, like just the feeling and everything like that, you know. And you know what? It's giving, I know it's giving, I'm messing with you. It's giving nice. Sierra. You know, because he going, watch, 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 watch. What's about to happen with him? He going to He gonna find his man or his woman. He'll be like, so I married y'all. Sierra's prayer. My Here's my prayer. You bitches could never. You know what? <laughs> because you know my what? husband, because my husband. Oh my God. He's never you know, going to die. I would never let you live. No, listen, listen. You know what
0: I found? It's like... I thought happiness was the goal. I used to think happiness was the goal, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I used to sort of like go from these extremes to go from like depression and sadness or anger, or just like these low vibration and like emotions to like these high vibration emotions of just like happiness and joy and excitement and, mm-hmm. and being elated. But I I found this new place through meditation and then just, I think, just through observe, observing life mm-hmm. Um, And then especially in this moment of right now where I'm just chilling. Right. I think the goal is contentment. It's it's not having, it's not, of course, you're going to have those moments where you go lower and higher for good, for better or for worse, you know, happy or sad. But if I can just maintain a a general sense of, like, I'm just okay. I'm not happy. I'm not sad. I'm not angry. I'm not excited. I'm just chilling. I'm good. I'm just simply Mm -hmm. content with how life is, and I'm just letting it be. If I can remain there most of the time and sprinkle in a couple of, like, you know, moments of exciting, um, moments of joy and happiness. And, of course, you're going to have those days where it's raining, and you're going to have, you know, to deal with those days, too. But just, like... I think what was stressing me out a lot was going from those two extremes, like mm-hmm. I'm happy and now I'm so sad, and now I'm happy again yeah. or excited, and then I'm just depressed, and just being in this place of just being content accepting lot. accepting life just releases so much energy mm-hmm. that you that you could be holding on to, just being just good, just chilling, you know not chasing anything. Not even really like I, to kinda of get in my, my Buddha Zen bag, not even like desiring or wanting anything, just like just being just good, just chilling, mm-hmm. just Exactly in the moment. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy it, you know. I think if you saw Let's a picture it. of me from two years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> it Ooh, was just okay. like, <laughs> I was not in the same place. It it showed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll put it I'll put it that way. Okay. Um but yeah no like i definitely feel you on that like Mm -hmm. you're on you're in your own journey as far as like
1: um through this journey um, of discovery (laughs)
0: i'm sorry i had to do it i wish i knew that song you know count on jared to come come through with the good i wish i did
1: but i don't i'm surprised (laughs) feels like that'd be a prayer for you but um But, but um, I yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like, it's so important to being that space. And like you said, I I've never thought about that. Maybe that's what I need to start being when, because like I've always said that the goal is joy, because joy is everlasting. But mm-hmm. contentment is okay too, because contentment allows you to be able to be grounded and centered in what's going on around you, even when shit yeah. is hitting the fan, and just appreciate the things because you enjoy and you like appreciate things so much more. when you're like, oh, I'm content. I'm happy with contentment. Contentment is not these like you said, these big emotions and stuff like that. So right. I'm definitely going to look into that. Especially, I
0: think me, oh, sorry. I was going to say, especially like on, on piggyback on that note, like, um, you know, we tell ourselves the pursuit of happiness, right? The pursuit of joy. Like it, it's, it can get stressful. Like how are you, you're getting stressed out right. pursuing happiness. You're getting stressed out pursuing for joy. Free. Like for at, free. What point, <laughs> at what point where you just be good, just chilling, just, just let things come to you. And trust yourself to react appropriately as things arise and handle things as they come up. But for mm-hmm. me personally, just my 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 issue was the chasing thing, trying to com- control outcomes. Um, mm-hmm. We could talk a little bit about you know what I went through this summer, kind of similar to what you're going through now, as far as like mm-hmm. um, for me was getting laid off last year. Yeah, a part of the part of the tech industry layoffs. If you work in the tech industry, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah. And then just going from this. Making all this money, the most money I've ever made in my life, to like not making anything and not knowing where my next check was going to come from, and then trying to be creative and just such a stressful summer, you know. Um, yeah. Luckily, I I did, you know, eventually land back on my feet because all things are temporary. Another another thing I had to live by: everything's temporary. If you just accept everything's yes. temporary, you'd be good. Living out but right now. like, um, yeah, just it kind of taught me like, yo, all this chasing. Just going from you know sad to excited, like I I want stability, I want you know, calm, I want to just be content, just good. And then when something comes across that I need to, that makes me excited, appreciate those moments. When something comes across that you know may bring me down, handle it in mm-hmm. that moment. Um, but I don't all the chasing and trying to avoid being sad and avoid being angry or chasing and pursuing happiness. I'm just like. I'm good. I'm just good. I'm just content with life.
1: Let, letting life just be what life is going to be. Right. Because life is going to be regardless. Life is going to continue be whether regardless. life is going to continue when we're here and we're not here, you know, not to be cryptic, but like it's, it's real. Like you have to you can either let life live you or you can live life, you know, is essentially mm-hmm. the key. And when life is going forward and stuff like that, it's kind of like I think of life as like a wave. Um it's in therapy, my therapist has said like, you know, riding in a wave of emotions, that's kinda like too. You can either ride with the waves of a mo- of 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 life like this, or you can like ride against the waves and get knocked down and drown. You mm-hmm. know, so instead of doing that, better why not better to um, you know, actually try to go with it and everything like that, you know. Yeah. Um You talked about dating a little bit. Yeah, uh, and I have more to say on that, but <laughs> I wanna let you get in on that. Oh, you want to... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, dating is interesting. so
0: interesting. Um, just in your thirties, you got to do the thumb, your thumbs down. I mean, what have I learned this year in regards to dating? I guess we're doing a little bit of a, a reflection type of yeah, episode.
1: Yeah, we do reflection. Are um, we're
0: still here? I'm not still say here.
1: Myself. I'm not
0: going to sing the song. It's just interesting. Um, again, I think my biggest challenge with dating this year has been, um, for me, I'm, I'm mostly almost exclusively dating men. Mm -hmm. Um, a little bit is by choice, but not entirely by choice. And, you know, I'm still very much bisexual and I'm very much open to whoever I find attractive, which could be, I don't have, I'm not gender specific in that, in that regard. Anybody Um, get it. (laughs) But this year has been mostly men and, um, Black men, to be specific, just because, just my my personal taste. And it's just been interesting. I feel like I'm learning a lot through. I remember we had this conversation on the group chat, Jared, about how, like, black boys aren't taught how to love. Yeah. Other black boys in particular. And so I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm. That shit is so. <laughs> I'm repeating. I'm getting the the repercussions of that. I'm just like, I'm meeting grown men Mm -hmm. who are just so emotionally stumped at a certain age. Mm -hmm. And they're just like not able to communicate, have no really no insight to themselves as far as like how they feel, how they want to, Mm -hmm. how they want to go about. They really can't see past fucking sometimes. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, I'm 31. I'll be 32 at the end of this year. And um I'm just like, we're grown, bro. Like, at what age do we start to like think of beyond just these high school esque level of communication and and mm-hmm. connection? You know what I'm saying? Like, I enjoy a good fuck, like everyone else, and but mm-hmm. that's not all like, I ever um, I look for. You know, and so. Um, I've been taking steps just me personally this year after <laughs> a couple of rounds of, of instances of just being like, you know what, I'm going to have to start putting my intention out there as far as like, this is what I'm looking for. Um, and when I started doing that, what I realized was like, I need to just really channel everything I'm looking for, for someone else to give me. I just need to start giving to myself. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that so many fucking times. Right. Mm-hmm. And I always just like kind of brushed it off. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. Love yourself, love yourself. Uh, No one can love you if you don't love yourself. But it's so fucking true because... No, it's
1: it's absolutely true.
0: It really just sort of sets the stage for anyone who kind of enters Mm -hmm. into your your presence. You know, they're going to feel how you treat yourself, you know, kind of sets the standard for how others treat you. How you see yourself Mm -hmm. is how the world is going to see you. And so like I kind of hinted at the beginning of this podcast, like... Yeah, you gotta really, really fuck with yourself because mm-hmm. you're gonna attract like trash. Like I've, 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 you've seen the people I've been in contact with this year. Um, yeah, very broad range of people. You know, people a lot, ride, a lot, a lot, and not like a lot of people, but just like you know, just to be clear, not a lot of people, but just. <laughs>
1: very it's like he's yeah he's not nah, he wouldn't talking to 30 people and even if he yeah. did that's what that's his business that'll be my business I'll be my that's choice but mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm.
0: be good. not not a lot of people but just like very mm-hmm. very um strong experiences mm-hmm. yeah, people. That's and i'm the kind of person that i'm very just like up front like what what is this what are we doing mm-hmm. um and just meeting people my age sometimes a little bit older that just couldn't get it together. Mm-hmm. A lot of it, I, I noticed that particularly for me, whatever I attract bisexual men, which I find interesting because I'm like, hey, this is a very unique experience, and we're both bisexual black you men. I, mean? I think it's and
1: <laughs> I, I think it's a cool level to connect it on but then you realize that they're not to cut you off you realize there are okay. le- i don't want to say levels to it but there's there I, I will say levels there's levels to different to bisexuality and like where you're at in it and like there's a level of like you know maybe you aren't necessarily into the bisexual politics or i don't want say politics but like you know you're not as enmeshed in like some of the the like i don't want to say ideology i'm trying to think of the best way you're not as you don't know everything about the community and like you aren't aware of the terminology and stuff like that and right. this is just your identity and that's perfectly fine too for some that's folks right. with the bisexuality they may not even claim being bisexual they just have sex are. with men on the weekends <laughs> or they just are you know it's different aspects to it and so like whereas like it's should feel like a groundbreaking experience it's really you get disappointed I mean, same old, same old. yeah you get
0: disappointed, and you're just like, mm-hmm. wow, like, because I think what's unique about not I'm going to say unique about me, but I think something that I just bring to the I'll table sure is that man. I'm very authentic. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I'm i not someone who broadcasts my sexuality, except mm-hmm. for the fact that I have a, a podcast. That kind of I say maybe <laughs> that that little that literally broadcasts my sexual, but <laughs> um, you know, I just I'm comfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in my sexuality I'm comfortable in my identity mm-hmm. I'm comfortable in being masculine I'm comfortable in my feminine and you know oh, I, no I, I I'm comfortable completely for real like and it's just like right. um I think what I noticed with the couple of people I've dated on this this year have been just like mm-hmm. wow you know they're so they have work to do as far, in, in that mm-hmm. space I think, and getting comfortable um mm-hmm. They're, they're still kind of like used to the sneaking around and I'm just like, I'm too grown, bro. Like I, I I'm not going back in the closet.
1: You know? Yeah.
0: Um, and it's not even necessarily in the closet because they're kind of, they were, they were out, but they, they it's like taking that next step to being serious with them, having serious feelings and being serious right. with another man, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, we can continue just to fuck and have fun and be friends with benefits, which that's a whole nother thing because, Niggas say they want to be friends with benefits, and they don't know how to be friends. Shout out to listen, Jr. I was about to say the
1: same thing because <laughs> Listen, he ate when he ate that
0: tweet up. What I said, that tweet. He ate
1: that
0: tweet, up. <laughs> he ate <laughs> that tweet up when he yeah. He said he was the one that said that on Twitter. He was like right. dudes be like, let's be friends with benefits, friends and you're like, benefits. okay, and then don't know, don't know, you know how to be, about be with being friends. With
1: a fucking friend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. I dealt with that this year, you know. So things like that is just like we had this great conversation, me and you and, and Eric on the group chat. We were just mm-hmm. like, "Are you guys noticing what I'm noticing?" Like, yes, <laughs> these guys don't know. These guys are uncomfortable with love. Don't even. That's not even like a goal to even like get mm-hmm. get to that place with someone. They just. It's literally like it feels like a high school like relationship in the sense of there's there's nothing serious about it. It's just pleasure based, ego based, and mm-hmm. then. I don't know how to like I don't know how to take the next step. You know, and so mm-hmm. that's just been my observation this year with with dating. I'm not saying I'm quitting, but just yeah. like my approach to it all is just going to be very different. And that's um, good. Just fucking with me, you know. I I just I know what I bring to the table. I'm comfortable with with myself, mm-hmm. with my body. Um I know the way I love, I know the way I like to participate in
1: love and mm-hmm. um I'm just not
0: dumbing myself down for niggas mm-hmm.
1: anymore. Sorry. i not saying you said a word, because there's so many different things. I want to just say retweet to, retweet to that, retweet to that. <laughs> um, because it's really that, right? Like, it's this... And, I like, similar to you, I've had experiences where... Um, has it been? It's been a few. It hasn't been a lot. It hasn't been super frequent. But I've had experiences with a couple folks who I would consider them to be bisexual. I think one would consider himself to be yeah he he said yeah but like in that space right and it's a very different experience and so like I think part of it too is that with us in the space that we're in is that you think of being a bisexual of a bisexual relationship and literally bisexual relationships you're both bisexual as being very different and very radical because it's like we both are attracted to multiple genders and we both are able to like be in this space and you think that like that means our we aren't going to have to deal with some of those relationship dynamics that are heteronormative in nature. Like, Oh, because you're a top or I'm a bottom or because I'm a bottom and or because I'm a top and you're like that whole thing or whatever, we can throw that out the window. Doesn't necessarily work that way. Or like, it's like, okay, there's a certain amount of comfortability that we have here, but everybody's. God bless all- the bottoms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just had to, just, just had to th- shout out to my, my bottom brother and you you know, God bless, God bless the bottoms. Uh, cancel the verse agenda um tops get it together amen
1: <laughs> if y'all if can, see face, face, you you can, can see jared's face Beyonce's internet is talk about cancel the diverse agenda just because you don't like to have fun doesn't mean anything but anyway but stop because <laughs> we're gonna keep our comments to ourselves um <laughs> i mean just make up your mind i don't know make up our mind i'm bisexual i don't make up my mind that's the whole point i don't have to (laughs) but in general with all that stuff there's so many different things that you think would come out of it but like everybody's really on their own journey bro like we're all in different places my journey i'm not necessarily ahead of anybody um somebody else isn't ahead of me but we're just in different places and that's been a difficult thing um also like you said too is that this thing of like not knowing how to love and not knowing how to open up and be have feelings i want to say this and i have this theory and i don't think it's so much a theory i think it's just reality is that honestly as young black boys do we know how to love at all despite whatever our sexuality is like because i think about it because honestly Speak on it. Great men do the same thing. Cause like I I think about this tweet or this video that I saw on Instagram and my friend shared, this. I shared this with my friend. There's this woman, black woman, she's a nurse. And she talked about like, men get your shit together. Basically black men get your shit together. She's like, do you know how many men I see in the hospital dying by themselves? And I'm the one that has to hold their hand while they transition because they've either lived their entire lives, um, you know, kind of just running the streets or, they live their lives like they have kids or whatever but they don't have relationships because they don't know how to maintain those things and she Mm -hmm. says it's a lot of them you know and at first i was like oh then i was like no it's real it's super real you know at the end of the day um and it's just really really. unfortunate you know but like i think in general there's this there's a, a lack of knowing how to love a lack of knowing how to love another person that comes from that and that's been the biggest thing that i've realized you know and like i think too is well, we, both, we both agree on this, huh? What are you saying? I'm gonna I was going to say right
0: before you moved on, like even to that point, mm-hmm. moving. Like I remember, I was we, when we were talking about. It, I was like, I even like did like a little bit of digging. Like I just wanted to see some examples of black men in relationships uh, with each other, or even like mm-hmm. I with you know in straight relationships, you know, like whatever. And um, you get the few exceptions, but mm-hmm. like the vast majority like we're just all single
1: we're single especially
0: within the queer space or if it is a
1: relationship where it's two black men unfortunately i hate to say it there's a lot there's some trauma in them there's a lot of trauma in them okay you know and you you said uh, what i mean like there's like aspects of like i forget i don't know if it was us that were saying this or where i was at when this conversation was happening but um, it might've been Twitter, but like, there's certain aspects of, oh, I know who I was talking to is that sometimes with queer relationships, black specific queer relationships, um, there is a want to have somebody that you're willing to accept bad behavior or things happening and stuff like that. So things that you would not even let fly with friends or family, or like if it were like straight relationships, it'd be like, oh, well, he did X, Y, and Z. Why would you allow him? Or things that are just unacceptable in terms of like disrespect or whatever. Are things that are like acceptable? It's like, well, better to have somebody than to be by yourself. And you have to kind of pick the lesser of two evils. And it's like, why don't, why, why can't people just not be evil, you know, at the same time? Um, so, it's why, can't, why can't you be by yourself? Hmm? I said, or why, or, can't or, you that too. or why can't you be by yourself? Right. That's okay too. You know, being by yourself isn't a bad thing. And I think mm-hmm. that's a societal thing. That's a whole other episode. Um,
0: and not wanting, and, like, wanting to be, I think, like, wanting to be in a relationship isn't bad, but it's yeah. more so avoiding running away from being by yourself is what's is, it's what's alarming. It's, like, that's where you yeah. get into, like, situations that aren't going to necessarily be the best for you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you want to talk about codependency or things like that. Like, mm-hmm. um, right. that's something even I'll even, like, say, like, this year I was, like, just kind of dealing with just, like, what, what's good with just you just being you? What is, why are you right. feeling you got to touch yourself with somebody? Like. Mm-hmm. Why can't you just be just, just with you? Just be good with right. just chill with you. Like you're good enough. Like right. you know, so I'm just like that's what I was like kinda of just scouring for. I was just like, I just wanted to see some examples of just yeah. where are we? I was kind of like kind of just surveying like where are we as a community, bisexual yes. black men, queer black men on relationships and love and in yeah. and, and, and building
1: a life with a partner. Mm-hmm where are we mm-hmm. what is that looking like you know um and if it wasn't just, honestly for our group chat let to cut you off i don't know if i would see a lot of examples of that like there are people within our group chat within that, the bbm space beautiful families and stuff like that partnering yep. up with people and good examples of it you know of course i don't know them personally but like you see them working out dads everything so yep they're out there yeah for sure
0: um but I think, they're, unfortunately, like you said, they're not the most visible sometimes. Mm-hmm. And what we are, what I was when I looked, what I was seeing, I was like, oh wow, a lot of us are just <laughs> sexy and single, <laughs> mm-hmm. single right. and sexy. Because um, one thing we are is sexy. Like bisexual black men, we got that. We got that down. Oh yeah, we got that down. But we ate that down. <laughs> we're single as fuck though. Or you cool. know, a lot of a lot of them, are, a lot of us. You know, um, I got some DMs from. Um, from our last season, so to speak, uh, of just people who are married who re- who reached out to me because I was a bisexual married black man in in a relationship with a woman, um, and kind of like we got to touch base on that. You know, that's like you said. I've seen I I didn't get as far as like having kids or anything like that, but I was in a very long relationship with a with a woman who was also. Um, Queer and, her, and herself, so it was it was a very unique experience. That you know, um, people reached out to me and was like, "Hey, it was great to hear from someone who who's been in that position." You know, I've had a conversation, a couple conversations with people who are like that, and I really just appreciate it because I'm just like, "Hey, I thought I was the only one too for a little bit." I was like, "Where we at?" <laughs> right. um, okay. So, uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's just what I've been reflecting on this yeah. year as far as like relationships.
1: Yeah, for me, um, just to bring it full circle and then we can hop on to our, I guess, our last or next topic is that um, I've also had to call myself and I've been called out by other people on my own shit within dating, um, Mm -hmm. because that's been real, is that, um, you know, we're learning to be vulnerable and everything like that and why it is difficult to be vulnerable and like not vulnerable in a sense of, but like... um, Cause like, I can share, I can be vulnerable, but like there are times of like taking risk and stuff like that and being okay with that and knowing that like, you're not going to die. And that comes from like anxiety and just, you know, being, you know, whatever and all that stuff. But like being in that space of being able to be vulnerable and realizing like a part of dating and a part of that is you have to show up a certain way, you know, and to not be vulnerable at all, doesn't serve you. And I think even you said a very good piece that I thought about is setting your expectations and people either can meet them or not meet them i think that in a lot of ways i've been laxadaisy with that and like i don't say my standards are in hell but like i feel like oh these are very minimum standards mm-hmm. and i'm like why can't people meet those and i'm like in reality i need to be setting them even higher to whatever it needs to be right because that's like it should be it shouldn't be like i'm dumbing my requirements down for other people where i'm doing this i can be open for other things but there's some things that are just non-negotiables right and i think that give people yeah. an opportunity and also being upfront about it. Like I'm in a space, like I did the friends of benefits thing. Well, I haven't done that because nobody It's not been successful, but like, you know, I've been in a space. The of friends like, part. The, yeah. Right. That, the friends I, part. I, yeah. Exactly. I've been doing that and stuff like that. And I've been in that space, but like now I think, you know, in my space and you brought up a good point about like, you know, not being by yourself is that I've done the space and I've been in, done the work of being by myself and I'm still okay with that. But now I think, whoever i would be partner with they need to bring something to the table and i'm ready to share that part of myself i'm ready to share my life like in at least and not like a because i'm not i'm 26 i ain't trying to be walking down nobody's aisle tomorrow but like i'm ready to like <laughs> that space of me it's been five years since my last relationship and you know there are benefits to doing that and there's so much that you learn within that space and like you know even as I haven't Dated anybody been in a relationship since I've been out as bi. So I don't even know what that looks like and what I look like within that space. So, like, mm-hmm. I think I'm in that space and I'm ready to, you know, and in this space of like where I'm at is that I'm letting things attract to me when I feel like, when I feel like, you know, shooting a shot or whatever, I will do that. But at the same time, I'm allowing things to come to me. Like, kind of like you said, like, you know, being in that space is just being okay and shifting how we change dating and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I am not about to be the one that's always, I'm usually the person who like, I'll take initiative, I'll plan a date, I'll do this, I'll do that, do that, do that. No, I'm not doing all that that this time. You know where to find me. You know where I'm at and all that stuff. And you know, hey, if you want me, hit me up or say it or whatever. And that's where we're at. And I think, you know, it's, I'm proud of us for us both recognizing what we need to do in it, you know, and you kind of be in a space of like, you're going to take approach dating differently me also doing that you know look at us yeah. in growth look, look at, at us in growth
0: and that kind of leads us to like our next topic about i think just like the Sorry. intentions <laughs> i was like whoa uh, um intentions for like the rest of the year like um the half of the year has been one thing but going forward i definitely know like what i would like to do um do you want me to start i can go ahead and just or do you yeah. want to jump in. Uh, I would definitely say for me, um, I kind of already share this. I think creativity has kind of resurfaced or resurged in my life after a little bit of a dry spell. Um, I I I do a lot of things. I'm a little bit of a, I don't know what you would call it. A Renaissance. Uh, a multi multi potentialite. Multi potentialite. So I I write fiction, uh, which I've been really enjoying lately. It's been filling filling my soul, feeding my soul. Um oh. So definitely got some short stories I'm going to be posting. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to have bisexual black male representation mm-hmm. in those stories for sure. Yes. Um, you could just definitely keep an eye out for that. I'm going to be posting just like on my, on my social media. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast for sure. You know, uh, we talked a little bit about it, but I, you know, when we started having conversations again about if I wanted to like if we wanted when we were going to do this podcast again, I was at first I was kind of like unsure mm-hmm. because I just. I move off vision. And at that mm-hmm. time, I was like, I'm not sure if I have a vision for what I would like to mm-hmm. bring and say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad, like, you know, after talking with you, after talking with Eric, too, mm-hmm. um, kind of like mm-hmm. changing my mindset about it and just really right. having like creative that creative mm-hmm. well kind of spring up again. So I'm excited about the podcast this year. I really feel like I mean, for for this season, I would really love to just have conversations like this and we can include... Um, guests as well, but just like mm-hmm. there will definitely be episodes where we're talking about bisexual black male specific topics, and I think there'll be episodes where we're just talking as bisexual black men,
1: mm-hmm. um, because that's what we live you know, in every single day.
0: That's what we live in every single day, and
1: uh,
0: that's just also been a part of the creativity, you know, piece for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you also brought up something just re- just now about vulnerability.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: um, I would say, like one of my one of my dating instances earlier this year, kind of forced me (laughs) to kind of look at myself. Um, And I, when I came out, I'll put it this way: when I came out, right?
1: Mm -hmm. (coughs) Pardon me. My
0: when I came out to my dad, which Mm -hmm. was like a big thing because I was like, this is a boomer black man from the south. And he's one. he's like, he's very macho, very like, he's very just like, you know, he wants to be the alpha in every room he's in, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but also very, like, you know, very charismatic. Mm
1: -hmm. So I don't know
0: what kind of reaction I was going to get from (laughs) when I told him this. But one of the things he said, it was mostly positive, but one of the things he said to me in particular, which I like Mm -hmm. cling to me, was like, you got to protect your heart. Cause you, he knows me in particular. he's like, you wear your heart on your sleeve. You care about people mm-hmm. it, to a sense that that people just don't care about other people in that kind of way. Yeah. Um, and I bring that to my relationships as well. I bring that to my friendships, and I bring that to my mm-hmm. my boo. Who my boo thing is gonna be?
1: <laughs> and, um... <laughs> we're gonna have um, we're gonna have boo reveals when we get them on the podcast. No, we're not. <laughs> um, follow the social medias. <laughs> um, thank
0: you. And so one of the things I did this year, I'll be I'll be transparent, was mm-hmm. that, you know, I was I was just letting my heart shine and, and one of my interactions with one of my potential bull things. And it kind of blew up in my face. And I think coming out of that, I felt like I, I felt a really strong need to react and change myself. I was like, see, I got to be my feelings about that. <laughs> I still I, I got to be I got to be you know, I got to be a dog out here. I got I to gotta cut these niggas. I got to be cold with these niggas. And um, a part of me just kind of dawned. It was like, that's not who you are though, Isaiah. So you're, a, not. you're a lover. You love people. You love to help people. You care about people. Even strangers, yeah. you care about them. And don't let, you know, these niggas change you, basically.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: that's what my that was one of the things my wife loved about me when we were together. Um, it's just one of those things that people really appreciate about me. If I could mm-hmm. I hate talking about myself like this, but it's just
1: the truth, right? Like you need to talk about yourself. Yeah, I don't think either. it's it's a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I'm just I'm I just trying to say like, um, because you brought up vulnerability, I made a commitment, like a big part of like, mm-hmm. I made a commitment to, for this year. I was like, after coming out of that situation, I was like, this is who I am. I'm 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 mm-hmm. a lover. I'm a lover boy. I care about people. I I go 120 percent, 150 percent, in my relationships when I care about someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and to some people that may feel like a lot, cause they're not used to getting that, getting that level of love from a person, especially mm-hmm. from a black man. Um, mm-hmm. and so for some people that might be too much, you know, and so, you know, they can go find less if
1: they if that's if that's what they if they need. Ooh.
0: but i'm not gonna
1: he said, he said guess what he said <laughs> oh if that's too much for you um you hoes go somewhere else <laughs> go, find, go find
0: less if that's what if if you, if you if you if this is too much then you go find less i've been seeing that a lot on, on i think instagram um but it's just, it rings true uh, i'm not gonna change i'm not gonna stop being who i am um and i just gotta find the right person who has a big enough capacity to, to to receive the love I have to give. So that's just, that's my intentions for the, for the rest of this year. Like accepting where my life is at, not trying to chase happiness or avoid sadness, accepting both as they come, trying to stay in a, a place of contentment, um, showing up 100% myself in all my relationships and whoever my boo is, you're going gonna to be lucky as hell. You bag me, you can, you can, you can talk <laughs> that shit. You bag me, you, you that nigga. Um <laughs> <laughs> you back zj you don't did something there um and then just kind we'll of like back to
1: this episode in a year and we'll see what's
0: <laughs> i kid i kid i kid it'll, it'll be a mutual exchange for sure of love and appreciation. A mutual back <laughs> i just i just know what i bring to the table now like listen mm. I, I, I yeah and just with the creativity really just um not trying to control the outcomes with creativity, really just living in the moment when I'm creating and appreciating what I, and loving what I made and not being attached to any kind of particular outcome. So that is me for the rest of this year, 2023. <laughs> Your
1: turn. It's <laughs> complete. Um, uh, for me, there's so much I wanna do. Um for 2023 the rest of the year i think one thing that has been big on my spirit is getting back in my spiritual bag i'm a spiritual person and so like i feel like i want to figure out what that looks like for me i think that i don't say my relationship with god is separate because i still talk i still pray i still find different things but i feel like there's a part of me that has been missing something and i kind of know what it is but it's the nature of what's going on with that situation um but like i think finding a church family or like finding a community that i feel accepted in because a big thing unfortunately or a difficulty um of still being very much identified um is that i need to make sure wherever i worship at or i potentially go to worship at is affirming to me and not affirming on that you know love the the you know the sinner hate the sin type of thing no get out my face but like not like I love you and like we're it's somewhere I can grow and I can feel like spiritually I've, I've done that and also there's some work mm-hmm. on myself that I'm, I've been trying to do in terms of getting back in my word um, that's one piece to it I think another piece to it is really really I have this time right now and I've just been learning so much about myself you know I'm just a kid to Caillou like all that <laughs> um, and I think one thing is that I have been told multiple times that I have to learn to calm. The fuck down. Take a breath. Really calm the fuck down, because do I am a very high intense, high energy going, 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 energized bunny. It is okay to just watch a show and laugh. It is okay <laughs> to do these different things. Everything is have to be so serious, and like I'm not that person. But like, there are so many aspects. Even as I'm, I'm job searching. I'm being vulnerable in this. Like there are times like I'm like, oh. I'll be like relaxing and better or whatever. I'm like, oh, I want to catch up on a show or whatever. I have time. And I'm like, you don't deserve to. You need to get your ass out there. You need to get a fucking job. And that is so unhealthy to think about. And I right. recognize that. And we are working through it. That's why I have my therapist. Shout out to her. Um but shout like therapy. Shout out to therapy. And but like I'm working through that and like different things, but like learning to appreciate things in a moment, you know, not thinking about three months from now, six months from now, but being okay with that. And realizing that because one thing i've I've always wanted and i've wanted for the last couple of years is stability but recognizing where stability is at and real recognizing i am instability and even when it feels unstable and accepting that and being happy with what that looks like too so i think those aspects of that are things i want to continue in 2023 and just putting myself first you know um putting my feelings first i And also just being in alignment with what God has for me and just what the universe has for me and all that stuff but God. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, (laughs) I feel like the thing I have to do is I have to speak up and speak my mind and stuff like that. And I feel like I'll be real. I feel like people have had me fucked up this year. (laughs) Um, And like a part of them having me fucked up um has been like you know leading with kindness and that's what i always want to do but you can also leave kindness but you also set boundaries so i think better boundaries are a key point to this and all that whether it's dating whether it's you know family friends whatever it looks like right professionally which important with work too um being able to set those boundaries and say this is my absolute no and then having those tough conversations too you know as well um that's where i'm kind of at and that's what i'm hoping and also the rest of 2023 i'm just attracting blessings on blessings on blessings cuz zj knows i've been getting my ass beat all year i didn't have covid
0: oh listen i i caught covid after that beyoncé concert it's it's spreading it's it's a- oh, it
1: was okay it was mhm i caught covid after Beyoncé, text you because I beat my ass. All I'm going to say is, "Mm, what did I say? Sorry. Yeah, you know,
0: "Mm, because I, Mm -hmm." yeah, you did. Yeah, because I thought it was a cold at first. I was convinced because I had went swimming literally the night before. And Mm. I thought, oh, the
1: doors were open.
0: I caught, uh, yeah, I caught, like I caught something after going. It was like swimming at night, so I thought, oh, because I stayed out at at the pool, like after. So I was like, oh, I caught something, but no, because I I cold. I never did all that. That beat my ass for like three days. Yeah, it will. I had to call out of work, and I never call. Like I never call out for sick. Mm -hmm. I just don't get sick like that. Right.
1: Um. But I got yeah. some COVID soul, so, so sorry to COVID be careful soul. y'all be be careful, y'all. It's still very real out here. Mask up if you can, do what you gotta do to protect you. It take that scary. magnesium, y'all, get that magnesium, get that zinc get that magnesium, everything in your system, but, yeah, I had this <laughs> coviana and bronchitis at the same time. I'd have been to the hospital an ambulance, like um there's some deeply personal things you know about that I've dealt with. um, I feel like we're dealing with but like you know Sorry, all that saying go. i'm okay <laughs> and that we are accepting nothing less than great things people in the past but it's okay i was gonna say i think you know you letting go of that job was a big part of
0: what you needed to do
1: oh yeah i should have probably let go of it like three months before
0: um it was taking a toll on it was taking a toll on you it was taking mm-hmm. a toll but yeah yeah I felt like Patrick. Tired, tired of the way. <laughs> Again, I wish I, I wish I knew the reference.
1: TikTok? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna affirm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get I'm ZJ old. caught up, y'all. We're gonna have a. We're gonna have a segment of like. Uh-huh it's going to be like a social media of the week thing. And I'm going to be like, Hey ZJ, have you heard about this? And I'm like, I'm going to try to explain to him. And I feel like it's going to be quite hilarious. Okay. It's like,
0: that sounds good. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah,
1: we'll okay. do that. <laughs> but nah, but all seriousness, I'm just accepting nothing, but blessings in these last three months um, of the year, literally, literally we have three months in uh, 21 days. like, <sighs> And that's, that. that takes us to December 31st. and, I am accepting no less, listen, new job, you know, um, all the blessings, all the things that I deserve and stuff like that. It will all make sense and alignment and stuff like that. And I am, as much as I love you, God, I am not saying that prayer that I said last time. (laughs) I did one of those strongest warrior prayers, apparently, I got on the list, and we're not trying to be back on the list. Um, Although I have no choice in the matter. So, like, But, like, we're accepting nothing but good things and good vibes because we deserve it. I deserve it for the rest of 2023. Whoa. And that's how Mary had a little lamb.
0: And that's how Mary had a little lamb. I just want to give a shout out before we go mm-hmm. to our friend Ross Victory. He dropped a, a book. Ross mm-hmm. Victory does everything. He dropped like a song over the summer. <laughs> had them streets shook. And then now he just dropped a book. Um, mm-hmm. Check it out. Grandpa's Cabin yes. by Ross mm-hmm. Victorious. Or Ross mm-hmm. Victory. Uh, I don't know which one he goes by. I forget um let me look
1: it my way but shout out to him yeah
0: um, um, it's ross victorious
1: on social media i'll make sure that it it gets linked in the um i'll make sure it gets linked in the show notes his okay. ig
0: good uh, another bisexual yeah. brother out here doing his thing
1: um yeah any last things before we gotta go before we wrap uh, up here? um I do want to shout somebody else out since we're shouting people out. I want to shout out Frank and Biconic. Um, it's a hey. new clothing brand out here for all your buy needs. It is great. Um, I'm going to link it as well. Literally love it. Y'all will see me with some stuff. And um, y'all go ahead and get y'all fired because you need to. And before we go, I think we'd be remiss. I sound like an old churchy black person. Right it right. is Biconic. I'd be remiss if I didn't do the <laughs> 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 everything. Sorry, y'all. Um, if I, <laughs> we did not talk about um, by visibility month and week, and just very briefly before we do it, because I don't—that wasn't the point of this episode. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. If we get a chance, maybe something will have come out in October. But like, it is by awareness week. It is by visibility day coming up on September 23rd. I want to mm-hmm. say to y'all, if you are out, um. You're by if you're not out. You're by if you're partnered with somebody of the opposite. If you are in a quote-unquote straight passing relationship, I hate the sound of that. I don't like that term. You are by if you're in a a same gender relationship. You're by if your partner doesn't identify um, uh, with any uh, gender identity. You are by if you are a virgin. If, you've never, you're bi. if you're a virgin, if you've never. You don't
0: have to have like sex with both mm-hmm. genders. Exactly, before, you're by. Bi. Bi. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um, you are t- you are by. You exactly. You you hear me? Yeah. Yep. You exactly. you're by. You're by. You exist. You are real in every single day. You, you buy as fuck. You, you buy as fuck and show up for ourselves. And I just you know oh you get a little emotional. Um, is that there's some people out here who just aren't able to say that and be able to be in that space and like live your truth be who you are and know that you are good and know that you are loved and supported here and that i need you here we all need you here you know it's so much stuff that we deal with you know our by men it's okay we are and good I, we are here huh
0: i just thought of something too that i wanted mm-hmm. to shout out Stop Stop with that. It. kind of coming back to the renaissance concert um just all the queer people that came before me that made that paid such the price of being oppressed, ostracized okay. to a degree that I'm not today because of their mm-hmm. boldness to be who they are and create space for people just like them to where in t- 2023, uh, black bisexual male as myself can go to a Beyonce concert and freely <laughs> trigger fag out as much as I did at that concert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I I really walked away from that concert with, with right. that in mind. I just really want to make sure I I said that publicly. Like mm-hmm. I exactly. am comfortable in my skin. I I feel free, liberated. But mm-hmm. there was such a time where it was very dangerous for It's it, in
1: a lot of places still, still today. It's still very
0: dangerous for people to do so because
1: unfortunately that young man who was literally voguing dancing or dancing, dancing you know, in the, yeah, murder
0: um, lost his life over some bullshit. Yeah. You know. So exactly. um, people like that. Mm -hmm. throughout history have made it um Mm -hmm. easier for me to live my truth today Mm -hmm. and i just wanted to definitely coming out of the summer um and definitely during this you know by visibility week wanted to honor them Mm -hmm. so thank you i don't even have your names but um Mm -hmm. i i i honor you still the same
1: and i think a perfect note to end off on is this is that for all the bi folks that have came before for all the bi folks who stand in right now and for all the bi folks that will come after. We love and we accept you and we send mm. up everything for you. And that has been another episode of Black Boy by Joy. Woo-hoo.
0: Season 2, Episode 1, done. In the books. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>